Seekers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review on WAYOLP Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Freaking SoundCloud, and Freaking Spotify if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, my name is Taylor the Freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Fargus. Then we have Freaking Doug the Slug Jordan and Tady Arisha the Freaking Snowman bringing up the rear. Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, and the Freaking Panel, start your freaking engines. This is our Weekend Freaking Review. <laughs> Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, it has been too weak since we last spoke. And I am reeling. Day 14, Weakers and Tweakers, on this uncharted water. Ten days since we've seen land. The crew is angry with me, Weakers and Tweakers. I don't know why, but I fear they have gone mad. I have been relegated to sleeping in the bowels of the ship, the great entrails where the feces go and the urine go from the toilets. And I only come out at night covered in this great cloak that I wear, which is my crewmate's feces and urine. And I have transformed from the moss man into the mud man. And I creep along that poop deck at night, giving my shipmates something to clean up in the morning, something to swab. Oh, look, a crow's nest. I climb upon it. I am naked as a diggins, covered in this brown mess. And I am up there, the wind at my sails. I am free at last. Oh no, they've gotten to me, Weakers and Tweakers. I see them down there. And yes, they are quite mad. This crew. This band of angry, angry men. Well, I think someone, somewhere must be coming for me. And just then the great clouds open. And I see... God above, he is here. He will save me from this treachery. But no, there is no God above, for he is dead. And then I wake up. (sighs) I didn't want to bog Uyghurs and Tweakers down, just thought they should know. Excuse me. Excuse me. Well, geez, Louise, we got a great show for you, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers. It has been two weeks since we last spoke, and geez, Louise, down on my knees, we are so freaking hot and for you. Sandy the Sandman Fargus, the bright shining star, my rose, and my thorn, if you know what I freaking mean, stuck me right in my rear end. God bless you. God damn, God bless you. We love you. How was your week? How have you been? How are you? God bless you, and how was your week? Um, geez Louise, um, first of all, 
don't ever freaking say whatever that like you just freaking said to me ever freaking again. Yeah. Um, call call me your freaking rose. Um, and freaking and then you just said that I freaking stuck you in your freaking rear end. Um, which I want to just for weeks and weeks uh, let everybody know that just a little freaking, prick. No, that. Um, well, geez, Louise, first of all, everybody freaking knows I'm have a freaking absolutely freaking gigantic freaking bitch. Um, but that's neither freaking here nor I'm, I'm sorry. Did you ask me if I'm freaking? I'm freaking. I'm freaking drunk. Um, any other freaking questions there? And how was your week? Uh geez, Louise. Um, it was. It was uh, quite freaking. Geez, Louise, quite freaking eventful. If I do freaking say so, my freaking self. Um. Last we freaking checked in with the Riggers and the Wiggers, the freaking Twiggers and the freaking uh, Mayo Tards. Um, we were we were trying a freaking last ditch freaking effort um, to freaking thwart freaking Dawson um, by freaking uh, by freaking Independence Day. Um, I came up with a last minute freaking master plan: um, get my hands on as many freaking fireworks as possible and freaking shoot them off at freaking WXXI. And um, well. Jesus ran into a bit of a freaking snag. Um, Doug Jordan, I guess he didn't freaking hadn't freaking gassed up the truck or wasn't willing to freaking drive us. So uh, I said, "Thank you very much. I will. Free, I will freaking in fact freaking borrow your freaking car and um, brought freaking Taylor in tow in the bed of the freaking truck. Uh, drove on down to freaking Erie, PA, and um, freaking got got my hands on freaking quite a few freaking firework." Um, and then, wouldn't you freaking know it, got absolutely freaking lost. Um, freaking car freaking broke down because I guess, guess I guess it freaking ran out of freaking gas. And if you're freaking spending so much money on freaking firework, um, didn't have enough freaking money to freaking fill it up. I don't know if freaking weakers and tweakers have noticed, but freaking gas is not freaking cheap. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't, and I was not willing to freaking spend those freaking, pri- uh, the, the freaking prices. I said, well, geez, let's see if we can freaking figure something else out. Um, boy, oh boy, cut to freaking homeless on the streets of freaking Erie, PA for quite a, quite two or three freaking day. Yeah. And I do want to make mention, it rained on the way down there and I was in the bed of that truck. Yeah, it rained quite a freaking bit. Yeah. The freaking torrential freaking down, but it was a freaking, it was a freaking torrential freaking down, um, freaking torrent, uh, it was a freaking downpour, uh, freaking, and it was a freaking torrential, uh, torrential, what am I trying to freaking say? The trends will ring down for. Mm-hmm. It, freaking, it freaking rained quite a freaking bit. Yeah, we didn't have a trench to downpour. So the thing is, is that, geez Louise down in Minis, is that we were down in freaking Erie, PA, and we ended up missing the whole freaking 4th of July freaking celebration at freaking the nason of Doug Nason. Yeah, um, and that was quite, um, obviously, freaking, it was a bit of a freaking bummer that, um, we couldn't freaking make it back in time for whatever freaking Doug's, uh, freaking party, barbecue, he must have freaking thrown, um, and we were not able to freaking, uh, launch freaking firework at WXXI, um, to freaking stop the, um, the, the great freaking radio war, but we were able, uh, to, to, um, to weasel our way into a freaking barbecue nonetheless, uh, over at a guy named freaking Cameron's house. Um, he was freaking hilarious, and they were kind enough to freaking offer us up some freaking barbecue, um, some freaking freaking pulled pork, freaking lasagna, or something that could have freaking definitely uh, put up its freaking dukes against freaking Doug Jordan's freaking barbecue. It was quite freaking delicious. I don't think that was pork, but Doug Jordan. Oh, geez, Louise. In your stead, in the wake of this terrible mystery that must have befallen you greatly. Not knowing where Sandy, myself, was. 
And we were supposed to be there at the Doug Nason Barbecue. And yet we were in Erie, PA. You must have befallen a great, terrible grief and illness throughout your bones. And how was your week? Yeah, my, I mean, I don't think I, 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 I was fine. You know, we just, you know, it was, we had, it was kind of a nice, quiet Fourth of July weekend. You know, with the family. You know, it's been a long time since we've had that where I could fire up the grill and just quiet and sit around the table and you know we have corn and baked beans and pulled pork and lasagna and you know all sit together and you know have a nice peaceful meal and get to watch the fireworks that my neighbors put on every single year so it was good it was good for the july weekend one day i'm gonna go ahead and tell you to shut the hell up um what the hell are you freaking talking about you you didn't freaking throw a you didn't freaking throw off freaking Independence Day, freaking Doug Nason, freaking Jesus Louise down on my knees, freaking party. No, it was like I said, it was a quiet, it was a quiet party with my family. It was great. I had a great time. Well, obviously, I'm freaking glad that I didn't freaking miss freaking Doug Nason, but um, I mean, it's not freaking not. I mean, I know, I bet there are, were a lot of freaking wiggers and twiggers out there. That were quite freaking upset when they freaking uh, my my bed when they freaking showed up at your house and there was freaking nothing going on or no no nobody showed up it just was you know like, like I said it was nice and quiet yeah at that point my phone had died so I was unable to tweet about Doug Nason for weakers and tweakers that may be confused Doug Nason is the new umbrella term that blankets any sort of gathering at Doug's house where Uyghurs, Tweakers, and especially Mayotards are invited. There is always a mud pit. Sometimes there's a freaking sandstorm in the middle of the freaking place. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, it's always a great freaking time. Yeah, like I said, we didn't have any sort of Doug Nation or, you know, just a party in my house. Um, it was just, you know, it was just me and my family. It was great. Great time. Well, um, for Uyghurs and Tweakers, I want to freaking officially freaking apologize um, that the freaking first um, signature freaking Doug Nason um, freaking event, um, unfortunately, was um, was a freaking bust. Um, I, if I could have had all you guys come on down to freaking Erie PA and freaking spend some good quality time with my freaking new friend freaking Cameron, uh, eating his freaking pulled pork freaking lasagna, Jesus, um, we've done on me freaking knees, uh, I freaking would have. Absolutely um, freaking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to get a new freaking Doug Nason event um, uh, freaking started up here, um, hopefully before the freaking summer is freaking over. Um, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because the, the next Doug Nason event is actually the Jordan family reunion in Crystal Springs, New Jersey. That's well, it's a Crystal Springs, New Jersey edition of yeah. the Doug Nason Jordan family reunion. Yeah, yeah. So freaking put that, uh, freaking Uyghurs, Uyghurs, put that in your freaking calendars. Um, freaking Doug Nason is freaking going on a freaking trip. We're going to freaking Crystal Springs, freaking New Jersey, um, and we're all very freaking excited. Well, it doesn't have to be at my house if it's a Doug Nation. No, it's an umbrella freaking term, Doug. It goes wherever you freaking go. You where you go, freaking Doug Nason freaking follows. Well, I I got bad. I think I'm gonna cancel. I don't want. I don't really. I'm not gonna go anywhere to the Crystal Springs, New Jersey. Uh, Doug. Doug Nation or the, my family reunion. I'm not going to go to my family reunion. You got to be kidding me. Why? Man, what are you talking about? Yeah, there's a lot freaking riding. First of all, don't freaking interrupt me. There's a lot freaking riding on this, you son of a bitch. 
I just, I, you know, I, you know, I said from the beginning, I didn't really want to go. My sister was going to be there and I don't want to deal with her. And already she's talking to me about we're, you know, we're going to get a room and, you know, we want to share a room. And I said, no, we'll just get one for the family. And then she's, you know, talking about the mineral baths and I'm, how excited I was for him. And she made this joke about, yeah, they don't need to add any extra salt when I get in the bath. Uh, cause apparently I'm salty enough for it, uh, which really kind of upset me and it's very, uh, it's, it's just, it's on brand for from, from your freaking discharge. You freaking freaking your salty discharger. No, I think she's saying I had a bad attitude. I think that the reason she said that is because, and correct me if I'm wrong, salt makes things float in water. And if you poop in that water, which you likely will do, it will float to the top and log into someone's mouth, enjoying the great mineral waters. I think she was just making a dig at me. I don't think it had anything to do with poop floating in the water. For the record, I'd be freaking, I would be freaking happy to freaking split a room with your freaking sister. If she's freaking half as good looking as your freaking wife, I'd be, I, I'm kidding me, I'd be freaking out. I don't know why you keep saying it's not like my wife and my sister are related. They're, they're two different people. One's on my side, the other one's on my wife's side, so. It'd be hilarious if you found out they were related, though. Yeah. It'd be frightening if I found out they were related. I'd tell them, yeah, freaking tell me. You'd have to freaking make a freaking decision. You'd have to say, Jesus Louise, am I going to keep freaking doing this? Or Jesus Louise, am I going to freaking stop? Yeah, or am I, I going to have to freaking go really hard with Doug Nason and just have that be my life, have that be my family from now on? I'm confused. What is Doug Nate? So Doug Nation is now a lifestyle as well? Or is, I thought it was just like a party I threw in my house. It's a freaking lifestyle. It's... Uh, it's, a, it's a freaking lifestyle. It's a series of freaking events. Um, it's a freaking way of life, if I'm being freaking honest. I, I'm, I'm a bit of me freaking subscribes to freaking Doug Nason as well. Um, it's a freaking blanket. It's a blanket freaking umbrella term. And and actually, it's, um, I didn't. I wasn't really ready to freaking mention this, but uh, we are actually looking about getting freaking blankets and freaking umbrellas made that freaking say Doug Nason on them. Sound a little bit of freaking merchandise because it's also um, merchandise freaking factors into it freaking quite a bit as well. Actually, I think a lot of it we're gonna see. You're gonna be seeing. We're gonna figures are gonna be getting their hands on a lot of freaking merch coming pretty freaking soon. Yeah, Weakers and tweakers, just look out for it. We can't tell you to buy it, but obviously when it's available, we will tell you to buy it in one way or another. So. Well, how, I mean, so there's merchandise, but how else do you, you said you subscribe to it a little bit yourself in your everyday life? Is there an example that you yeah, can get? I mean, bringing mud pits, bringing, being, getting freaking drunk all the time, bringing, um, basically freaking free love is one that uh, falls underneath the freaking blanket. Um, um, free, and that mostly freaking, you know, is freaking blaming you pop into the freaking ground, freaking play with yourself a little bit, freaking come yeah. back to the freaking party. I could imagine a small subscription fee at some point down the line, too. Well, we're going to be taking freaking donations to be part of Doug Nason. Um, and I think we actually might be calling them freaking Doug Nasons. Well, well, and which might get, which might get a little freaking confusing. Yeah, I'm already. So the donations are called Doug Nason. So you have to submit a Doug Nation to, to be involved in the Doug Nation. Yeah, makes, yeah sounds, sounds freaking good to me. Sounded exactly made total sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Unfortunately, so far, Doug Nason has only been a series of unfortunate events as Doug Jordan has canceled the first and now is in the works of canceling the second. Doug Jordan, I hope you make the right decision. Obviously, my bags are packed.
Tadia freaking Richter, how you freaking doing? God bless you. How was your week? How are you? And how was your freaking week? Uh, thank you for asking. Um, I, uh, I'm very horny. And, um, I, you know, my week's been okay. Um, obviously, the disappointment of Doug Nation um, weighs heavily on all of us. I was going to go, but um, I, now I'm kind of glad that I didn't because um, it sounds like it was a huge disappointment. But I'm very much looking forward to more Doug Nation in the future. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, my home life was a little chaotic, so I wouldn't have been able to make it out to the first event. Um, and maybe not even the second one if my troubles continue, because as, as Uyghurs and Tweegers know, I've been in an ongoing battle with my father. Um, most of the time verbal, um, and emotional, but also, um, you know, potentially friggin' physical. Um, at least I've tried to make it physical. He is not engaged physically, um, in our friggin', uh, engagements um so i've i finally have decided to make it a friggin legal matter and i've i've yeah you, you that's right you guessed it friggin submitted claims of of child abuse and 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 wrote into child protective services trying to get a friggin protection order against my father weren't you the weren't you the one that was going on the radio and saying you were going to try and kill your dad yeah um well kind of i Yes, but um, and and that's but I I got to be careful what I say on the freaking radio. But everybody knows that. What if I say it on the radio? You can't be used in freaking court. Everybody knows that. Um, which is good because my father has has countered and and said that uh, he's he's going to call the cops on me for elder abuse, uh, in which he claims that I have tried to kill him and beat him up um, on at least three occasions. So. Um, I hesitate to say yes that I have plotted to murder the man um, just because, well, no, I just said it. it. We're on the radio. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, I've tried to kill the guy like three times, but um, I don't think I don't think his claim holds any water, though. And uh, I think, you know, life of the child over freaking over the freaking adults. So, I mean, this guy, this father of yours, if he is as old and elderly as he says, I don't think he's holding much water at all, if you know what I freaking mean. Right, pissing himself and bringing himself too. Aren't you? Aren't you technically an adult now? I don't think you're a child anymore. Aren't you? Yeah. You're always a freaking child. First of all, Doug, this is. Uh, you're always a freaking child at heart. And yeah. if you were freaking, if you have, if you went the moment you freaking are spilt from the freaking lines of your freaking mother and freaking father, um, obviously uh, on your father's side it comes from his freaking cream, um, and from your freaking mother's side. Um, you you would have to crawl from the freaking womb, um, covered in freaking uh, freaking egg, um, freaking uh, usually what the hell am I freaking saying? Um, you're still you're always their freaking child. Yeah, because no, they freaking made you. Sandy yeah. is spot on there, and uh, I do. So yes, technically. Um, well, what was the point you were trying to make? That yes, still a child, um, at freaking heart, Doug. Yeah, God bless you for that. We're all children at heart, Doug Jordan. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get to that, we have one quick segment to get to you now. 
You wake up alone like the days have passed. You pull down your shorts to inspect the rash. In the night it has spread and some bubbles have burst. And you think back to the words of the old lady's curse. She pointed her finger on her deathbed. And in a hollow voice the curse it was said. You will always be alone and covered in rash. From the base of your navel down around your ass. Since then you have wandered hopelessly through life, too sore to play with your red warty fife. But today is the day that could all change, as this segment for you was carefully arranged. So whether you're looking for something long-term or a short fling, or just searching for a man, woman, or third thing, we here at Our Week will help you on your date with Our Week's Guide to Finding the Perfect Mate. So, geez, Louise, down in my knees. This is something that I've kind of been thinking about, ruminating about in my head lately. It's been on the tip of my tongue. It's been on the end of my trowel. I have been thinking about, what's that perfect woman out there for me? Man, woman, or beast, basically, at this point, Doug Jordan. I am hungry, and I am lonely, and I am ready to make a freaking baby at some point. So, without freaking further ado, this is as much help to me as it is to you. We're going to be using the eight category systems analysis, the first being food, the second being shelters, the third being closing, the fourth being toilet, the fifth being cars and motorcycles, the sixth being sports, the seventh being geography, and the eighth being sex which everybody knows is miscellaneous. I'm, I'm the eighth being miscellaneous, which everybody knows is sex. Without further freaking ado, number one is food. Now, some of us are very picky about our food, and there are others of us who like to gorge. Some of us like to gorge alone, and some of us like to gorge with company. Now, I remember the last time I was allowed at a buffet and there was this couple a larger couple and they started on the left side of the restaurant bringing plates of very garnished intricate large meals and they would gustate and when they were through they would get up and walk back to that buffet as they should and gather another large feast And instead of sitting back at their table, they would just shift one table over. And they did it, making a maze through this restaurant, creating this very visible line of waste behind them. And I remember thinking to myself, that is love. God bless them. And I almost at that point just wanted to be the trail that sort of followed their drippings to get close to that love, Doug Jordan. Is it a question or you, that you just kind of said my name is like a at the end of the statement? Yeah, punctuated with you. Yeah. No. Okay. Number two is shelter. Sandy the Sandman Farkas. Um. Yeah. Uh. I used to feel a freaking particular way about um freaking uh, shelter in terms of uh freaking finding a mate. Um, which I mean, within recent years have become very, very flexible um, on 
Um, I guess if I had to freaking trace it back, it'd have to be when I was living in freaking Seattle. I, I'm engaged in a, um, a sexual affair with a freaking completely freaking homeless woman. Um, and um, it was one of the most freaking interesting freaking uh, affairs of my freaking life. And I remember thinking, geez, Louise, I got to freaking, I, I can't keep freaking doing this. And then I thought to myself, who, 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 who's, who, uh, uh, is, who, um, with God is my freaking, well, uh, with freaking, um, Freaking judge, judge not freaking. Uh, um, geez, Louise, as someone who freaking lives in a freaking garage, uh, I want to freaking let everyone know that freaking uh, sheltered um, it's important to freaking uh, be freaking flexible. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, especially if you're looking for love. Yeah. And number three, that goes to Tadia freaking Risher, is clothing. Yeah, um, you know, obviously when you're going on a first date, you dress to impress. That means you wear a nice friggin' tuxedo or friggin' three-piece suit. Um, and and you make sure, um, you know, and let's just be honest, I'm going to direct these uh, this advice to Taylor because he's the one who's asking for it. Um, make sure you're picking something, uh, you know, in your instance, I'm imagining that you're going on a first date, you're going to be eating a ton of food. I've seen the way you eat. I recommend wearing a bib. Or at least if you're going to be wearing a freaking uh, suit, wear something that, um, you know, kind of blends into the color of the food you're going to be eating. So if you're going to be getting a big freaking lumpy bowl of chili, wear a red suit. If you're going to be wearing, if you're going to be eating mayo, wear the white tuxedo. Um, in fact, you know what? I know that you're going to be eating mayo. Go ahead and go for the white tuxedo. Um, and it doesn't, you know dress nicely but at the end of the day it doesn't freaking matter what you're wearing or what she's wearing or what they're wearing or what he's wearing because at the end of the day you're trying to get those freaking clothes off if you know what i mean that's excellent advice except for the fact that the last time i wore a tuxedo i got mistaken for a penguin on several occasions in the evening so much so that they made me toboggan slide down the hill of snow They made you toboggan slide what, down this, the hill? Is this, yeah, is this freaking... This was... This, a, is, this is the freaking junior freaking prom story? Yeah, well, it was the winter solstice oh. extravaganza, yeah, in junior high. My mother made me wear this ill-fitting tuxedo. It was my grandfather's. It was much too small. So, okay, well... Maybe a sweater, maybe a sweater then. As long as those freaking clothes aren't wind up bringing in a ball on the freaking floor, who gives a shit, you know? Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. And number four, Doug Jordan, your favorite toilet. So this is about going to. Well, I'm confused. What is it? This is about finding a mate, but also so that it's about your first date. I believe this is about your freaking favorite toilet. This is what you need to look for in a mate. Yeah. Oh, geez, that's a good yeah. point, Doug Jordan. Thank you for bringing us back to that. So what you need to look that what you need to look for in a mate is the toilet. Well, I think what you need when you're you're supposed to be freaking commenting on what you look for in a freaking toilet. No, what are we? What is this? What are we, I'm freaking drunk. What the hell are we freaking doing? So we use the categories and we apply it to the guide. And the guide is to finding a perfect mate. The category is toilet. How does that apply to finding the perfect mate? If you're looking for the perfect mate in the category of toilet, what are you looking for? 
Yeah, I don't, where is the freaking toilet? Uh, go ahead and freaking try and, and, and before you freaking jump in and start freaking blabbering, go ahead and try and figure out what, when, when under looking through the freaking lens of trying to find a freaking perfect freaking mate, um, where does the freaking toilet freaking fit in? How do, how do you freaking apply um, your freaking oh, favorite category? Freaking anyway. toilet? Please shut the hell up. Please don't freaking interrupt me. I, You're, uh, please, please freaking be quiet. Well, um, yeah. You so. were trying, Doug, I'm going to freaking, I'm going to flip my freaking lid. I'm going to freaking flip my freaking freaking. Brian, from the segment is uh, freaking toilet. And yeah, I'm just trying you, to answer the question. Okay, then we can just do it already. And, well, am I trying to find the perfect toilet, or am I trying to find the? What would I? This find has been explained toilet? six times. Yeah, yeah you're, having, mm. you're having sex on a freaking toilet in this freaking scenario. Uh, this, we're planning a dreamscape. You're freaking having sex uh, on a freaking toilet. Um, with a freaking toilet person, if I'm being freaking honest with you, um, what is when what's what's gonna when what are you what is gonna make a new freaking cream? Well, I don't. First of all, I don't think I would ever have sex on a toilet, but I'll play along for the sake of the segment. I guess would have to have a bidet for the clean up. That's a good point. That's a good Excellent. point. I mean, if that's, that's what you're looking answer. for, yeah. yeah. Took a long time, but we freaking got there. Yeah, we coaxed it out of you. So, God bless you. Number five, that's myself, cars and motorcycles. Now, I have always dreamed about coming home from a long day's work and climbing up top that big hog and riding it hard. And I've also thought it would be cool to drive a motorcycle. So I think I'd want her to also drive a motorcycle, if you know what I freaking mean. Yeah. Yeah, that you would both drive motorcycles. Freaking hog on a hog. Yeah. Yeah. So number six is sports. Sandy the Sandman Farkas. Um, this is a very, this is a very freaking interesting one. Um, and in a lot of ways, this is sort of the freaking this is sort of the freaking crux of the whole freaking uh, freaking segment. Um, you know, uh, when looking for a freaking perfect freaking mate, um, you have got to freaking consider freaking sports. Um, because in all, and and the, the number one freaking sport, um, uh, in, in 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 this dates all the way back to freaking uh, before freaking Christ. Um, the original freaking sport is the sport of freaking lovemaking. Um, and the freaking winner is the one who freaking dreams uh, the freaking quickest. Um, and, and in a lot of ways it is a freaking race and, um, and, and, um, and and it's best if we can get in there, we can do your freaking thing, uh, and freaking, and then get the, get the freaking heck out of there and you'll always freaking win. Now, Sandy, just in terms of your own personal experience, after the deed is done, do you usually stick around or do you find a flight home? Um, well, I mean, if, um, I mean, it freaking depends. Um, when I was having sex with a freaking homeless woman, um, I, I go, I guess I have to go home because I'm freaking outside right now. Uh, and some other situations would be like, I have, I'm freaking having sex with a little freaking woman and, uh, and I, and I'll say, I guess I'm going to go freaking home. And then I would go out in the freaking front door, freaking stumble quite a bit and freaking, freaking pass out right there in a freaking front freaking lawn. Uh, so, um, what was your reading question? Um, I think you got it. I mean, man, all right, no, yeah, no further, no further reading question. And number seven, geography, freaking Tadia, freaking Razor. Yeah, and thank you for giving me this one because this seg- this segment is the toilet to my freaking category systems. Geography, I mean, you really want this person uh, that you're freaking making love with to be ideally close by because you know the further you freaking have to travel to make love 
the less you're going to make love, obviously, on a consistent basis. So um, you want this person to live close by. You don't want them to be more than, I would say, I don't know, 10 minutes away. Um, Because anything more than that, it's almost not worth it. Uh, That said, uh, when you do get to the lovemaking, the geography, I, I believe, Sandy, you mentioned under a bridge. Um, you know, I didn't, but yeah, sure. Oh, well, yeah, under a bridge. Um, sorry, I'm freaking high. I, um, for the freaking record, I have freaking had sex underneath a freaking bridge me with too. a freaking with the homeless woman. Mm, me God too. Bless you both. And number eight, miscellaneous, which everyone knows is sex. Doug Jordan, take us out. Yeah, well, um, if you're looking for the perfect mate, um, sexual compatibility is obviously important. Um, being able to check each other's boxes is something that you know makes a lot of sense in finding the perfect person you want you want somebody that you can kind of you work with each other and you kind of you know uh, you guys uh, you check each other's boxes and when you say freaking checking each other's freaking boxes that mean a couple of freaking fingers up each other's freaking rares or checking for herpes right I'm just saying you know you fit the you fit the bill for each person you or you figure it out. Fit the bill. You mean you're freaking Dangley Johnson and her freaking yeah. bill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, God bless you all. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation. Call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussing starts freaking now. Last week, author of manga Yu-Gi-Oh! Kuzuki Takahashi was found dead in Okinawa, according to the Japan Times. Takahashi's body was discovered floating along the coast of the Okinawa Prefecture. According to reports, this 60-year-old had been on a snorkeling trip. He was found wearing a t-shirt and an underwater mask, snorkel, and fins, said an official in the city of Nago. So, geez louise, down on my knees. My god, Kazukai Takahashi is dead. Sandy the Sandman Vargas, please. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a freaking blow. Uh, this is a freaking major freaking loss, because Kazuki, Jack, I would be, uh, Tuguzuki, what the hell am I freaking, Kazuki, Kazuki, Tuken, um, took Taka, he was one of my freaking, I mean, this guy was just freaking huge for me, freaking, um, growing up, um, whether it be, uh, his freaking, uh, Pokemon, um, cartoon, um, it, I, it was, I mean, this is just a freaking huge freaking blow, and it is a freaking shame that freaking, um, the freaking Pokemon will, um, is coming, is finally coming to a freaking end because this guy freaking blew his freaking brains out. Yeah. I know, and, I mean, the, his whole idea of digital monsters in a real world yeah. scenario, I don't think it had ever been done before. Doug Jordan, can you maybe even make a case that he was the first? Yeah, I think that he was probably the first of the digital monsters. Uh, 
I, no, see, I, I, he created them in a laboratory. I, I, well, because I've never freaking seen. I've, why the hell are you still freaking talking? Um, I have never freaking seen the freaking program. But so this is. I mean, these are freaking little freaking digital freaking monsters that live in freaking little freaking balls. Yeah. Yeah. And he's freaking collecting as many of them and freaking tor- and freaking and torturing them. And isn't there a card? There's a card involved with this one. I think my son had a couple of these cards. I think. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, they're freaking. I've freaking. I've seen freaking cards. I freaking stole a freaking box of cards off a freaking kid a couple of years back. Freaking sold them on freaking eBay. Remind me the of cards Jack. come to life. Yeah, very, very much. The cards <laughs> come to life. In the yeah, in some in the laboratory, I think. Now, Tadia Risher is maybe the most experienced when it comes to anime. Tadia Risher, what does this mean for anime just in general? Well, it's obviously a huge friggin' blow to anime because, as everybody knows, one of the the key, you know, everybody knows that uh, Tasahiro Takanawa made friggin' digital monsters and they were hilarious and they fought and they friggin' tortured each other. But obviously, a big subset of friggin' anime is the friggin' hentai, which is the friggin'. Yep, you guessed it, freaking animal porn. And this guy was so freaking hilarious making his animal porn. And it's really, you know, I mean, you could say that you could say that he was probably the first to do it. And, um, you know, he just influenced the genre so much. And I, I gosh darn it, we're going to miss him. And, and, you know, rest in peace. And sorry, you freaking blew your brains out. But absolutely yeah. hilarious way to go. But, but in a lot of freaking ways, it was it was sort of his freaking time. Because, yeah. um, because it was one of those things where it's, it, you would take a look at the at freaking Takanago and you would say to yourself, geez Louise, where do you freaking go from freaking here? Mm. Probably from time to freaking, I mean, when the first time you freaking, I remember the freaking first time I ever see a saw freaking animated freaking woman get wrapped, wrapped uh, completely in freaking tentacles. And geez Louise, and I thought, this, I mean, this is freaking it. This is it. I mean, this is freaking the pinnacle of. Of animation and freaking pornography, um, freaking intertwined. Lynn and was quite, and he was that because he sunk, he wrapped, he wrapped the whole freaking world in his freaking tentacles, and he freaking sucked it dry, and then he freaking, and that was, and, and in a lot of ways, it's freaking probably for the best. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense why he went into the ozen for his final trip, yeah. you know, looking for a tentacle to swallow him up. Last week, new legislation of Arizona permits educators to teach in public schools without a college degree, according to Arizona Family CBS 5. Under Governor Doug Ducey, the new educational requirements for teachers in Arizona states that a person only needs to be enrolled to get their college degree to begin teaching in public schools. The change has been met with mixed reactions. So, geez louise down on my knees, Doug Ducey signs it in to the legislation into law and now the great Doug Doozy makes it so that you, myself Sandy Vargas Teddy Risher, even Doug the Slug could become one of these educators Sandy the Vargas, how do you feel about this great legislation? Um I mean, in, in, I mean, this is very freaking intriguing for uh, freaking someone like freaking me um and, and I mean, there's there's been so many freaking instances in my life where I said, if only I could freaking teach, if only I could freaking teach uh, and freaking help freaking shape America's freaking youth with all the freaking knowledge that I freaking have um, and all the freaking expertise and all the freaking skills. 
Uh, and I said, there's just, it's too bad that a freaking piece of paper is freaking getting in my freaking way of freaking doing that. Um, yeah. and, and, and please don't freaking interrupt me. Um, and it would be amazing to freaking get out to freaking Arizona and freaking, and be able to freaking start to, you know, freaking mold these freaking children into freaking, um, well, you know, after, after my, after my, after my freaking image. Now. Uh, let's do a quick roundtable panel discussion. Uh, what subject, grade level, combination would you teach? So why don't we start with Doug the Slug? Doug, please. Um, okay, so I guess the only one thing I'd want to teach is the wood is like woodworking, and the, and then you know I can kind of learn how to woodwork while I'm teaching the kids how to woodwork, and then I get to be around the tools all day. So like a like a freaking shop like a freaking shop teacher. Yeah, shop teacher. Yeah, yeah, making yeah. Rube Goldberg can, or whatever. Yeah, I can freaking see you doing that because my freaking shop teacher when I was uh, in freaking high school, um, he wasn't freaking right in the freaking head, and he I, he would freaking drool quite a bit. And um, I said, what? And sometimes I wonder if this guy really had a freaking piece of paper, um, or maybe one of the freaking tools and freaking gone haywire and smacked him in the freaking head because he was not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a shop Brian's teacher. He ended up dating one of the students. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, Tadia freaking Richard, what kind of subject grade level would you like to teach? Yeah, I'd probably teach advanced chemistry because you know that's probably what I've got the most experience in in terms of you know. I could show kids, um, you know, what chemicals get out friggin' slug stains out of a out of a wooden floor, or you know, what chemicals interact with each other, and and what do they do? Whether they be baked into a pie or friggin' slipped into a drink and then consumed, and what you know, what should you consume uh, for friggin' enjoyment and pleasure, and what should you not consume, or maybe let someone else consume for friggin' revenge. Um, and uh, I feel like that'd be an easy one, and it's something I'd take a lot of joy in that. I'd also probably uh, teach woodworking as well. Yeah. And Sandy the Sandman Vargas, how about you? Um, obviously, I would like to uh, freaking teach, you know, freaking uh, freaking radio, freaking broad, uh, freaking broadcasting. Um, but I would find it freaking difficult um, to teach um, grade school children. But I think that's where I would freaking do best, um, just as. As far as freaking, um, as far as my freaking stature is freaking concerned, I, I would like to be freaking taller than the um, my freaking students. Yeah, you're gonna have to go down to kindergarten for that. Well, that's not. I'm freaking taller than a freaking kindergartner. And I guess I would want to teach home epic home up and how do you say it? Home economic home economic home economics. Nominates. We're at homemaking, making making bagels, showing them how to put butter and cream cheese on a bagel. Sounds like sounds like you're, what you're talking about is freaking lunch lady. And, and if, the, if those freaking jobs, if those are some, of the, if those jobs are for freaking grabs, I guess I would like to do be a freaking bus driver. The boy, oh boy, I had a freaking most hilarious freaking bus driver when I was a freaking kid. Um, we used to freaking pull a freaking, he pulled a freaking hot dog out of his freaking flying. Slap it on the steering wheel a couple of times and say, look at this. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, bus driver, janitor, they're all good jobs. Get me in there is what I'm basically saying. That's my plea to you, Uyghurs and Tweakers. Now, 
Last week, a Florida pastor was charged with performing a sex act on himself on Starbucks patio, according to the Daily Beast. Engineo Dali Muniz Colon, a pastor who teaches online ministry classes, allegedly exposed and performed sexual acts on himself at a Starbucks patio. The local sheriff's office said that it received a report in early May that he was masturbating on the coffee shop's deck. A news release said an investigation showed he previously had similar charges that occurred at that same location. Muniz Colon was charged with exposure of sexual organs. Now, there are so many places we can go with this. And we could buy this, we could spend the next five episodes on this story alone. But what I am interested in is what about Starbucks? This doesn't all make sense to me right now. Because why is he doing this at a Starbucks? Why did he go to Starbucks in the first place? Yeah, well, everybody, everybody gets the freaking question. Um, and I, 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 I would like to freaking, I could, guess I could freaking take a stab at this. Um, first and foremost, I want to freaking say freaking Frankie Muniz is freaking back. Um, he is freaking better than freaking ever. Um, and I think it must just be getting a little freaking, getting get on a freaking caffeine, getting a buzz. Um, and maybe he doesn't freaking handle the caffeine so super freaking well, and he's got the freaking jitters. I uh, used to freaking happen to me. Um, still happens to me when I freaking um, uh, don't freaking drink my freaking booze early enough. And um, maybe this guy just had some extra freaking energy. Had to freaking do some with it. The easiest way to freaking calm yourself down is to freaking is to freaking play with yourself. Yeah. Now, it's also possible that he's doing what the young kids and myself used to do quite often, which would be butt shots. Now, you can do those with liquor, but you can also do those with caffeine. If you take an espresso in your rear end, it will absorb into your intestines very, very quickly and give you a much quicker caffeine buzz than you'd get from taking it orally. Now, the heat of that hot espresso into, directly into your colon, and this Mr. Mr. Colon knows best, could cause the prostate to flare in unexpected ways and in reaction cause a member of the great body to grow and enlarge and swell, Doug Jordan, and throb in that thy trousers. I'm sorry, Doug Jordan, care to comment? Yeah, I think the real question here is why would, why at a Starbucks, you know, when you really think about it? Why would you? Why would it? Why does he have to do it at a Starbucks? You know. Well, because Starbucks is the most popular coffee chain in America, and that's where you're going to get the most amount of eyes on you. Damn. Yeah, but what? But why the start? Well, he could go to a different coffee shop. You know, he can make coffee in his home. Doug, did you not hear what I just said? There are people there who can watch. He wants the most people watching. It's about spectators, Doug. Yeah, but I'm just curious why the Starbucks, though. What the hell is the freaking matter with you? Doug, have you ever heard that if a tree falls in the woods, it might not have fallen at all? No. It's a very freaking well-known saying. Doug, if a freaking tree falls in the freaking woods, it didn't even really freaking fall. The freaking, it's a... It's an, it's an analogy. Um, Wait, if the tree falls in the woods, it might not have really fallen? Is that what you said? Syllogism. Yeah, yeah, it was about freaking syllogism and um, and um, what is sil- what is syllogism? That's if the first this guy's syllogism isn't seen in yeah. public, it might not actually have made an appearance at all. Is what we're trying to say. 
Is there any freaking further questions? Or are you are you freaking are you ready to shut down up? Yeah, I rest my case. Last week saw pretzel giant Annie Ann's announced plans to open twelve drive-through locations in twenty twenty-three, according to Brand Eating. The new drive-through locations will be dual brand locations and partner with Jamba Juice. Under the ownership of Focus Brands was also currently owned Schlotsky's, Car- Charva, Carvel, Cinnabon, Moe's Southwestern Grill, and McAllister's Deli, the pretzel juice partnership plans to bring its classic mall flavors to Whitestone Plaza Cedar Park, Texas, McKinney Texas, Garden Park Center Louisville, Texas, Linder Village slash Orchard Park, Meridian Idaho, Draper, Utah Stewart Meadows Village Medford, Oregon, Sandy Plains Junction, Marietta, Georgia Little Elm, Texas Forney, Texas, Victor at Brasswood, Saginaw, Texas Precinct Line Road Road and Highway 26, North Richards Hill, Texas, Telegraph Road, and Walmart Drive, Taylor, Michigan. Doug Jordan, take it to the sports desk. Yeah, you didn't really give me much to talk about. I mean, I'm not, I don't I gave you everything to talk about, actually. You're skipping the ring and intro. Awesome. This is Doug Jordan's, this is the sports desk. Perfect. Welcome, welcome to Doug Nation Sports Nest Desk Edition. Brand. Synergy. Any yeah. um, ends is opening at 12, 12 drive-through locations in twenty twenty three. Don't read right, well, this story. I'm gonna, yeah, we'll stop right there. You're just reading the freaking story. We already know that. I think Any ends was a local. Was was uh, founded around? Wasn't it founded around Rochester? Are you asking what? Why are you? I'm, a, I'm asking if anybody knows. I thought that's what I've heard. Did I don't you know if it's actually check. true or not. I'm on it. They got pre- they have pretzels there, pretzel nuggets. Now what the hell is a freaking no? Shut up! What the hell? What the heck is a freaking pretzel nugget? They clearly just cut the pretzel. They take the pretzel dough that they would twist into a pretzel, and they put, and they cut it into chunks, and it makes nuggets. The pretzel nuggets. The first one was in Downington, Pennsylvania. No one okay. near here, Doug Jordan. I heard wrong. Yeah. Now, this no. sports desk is a complete bust. So freaking dead wrong. Yeah. I asked the question. How is it this bust if I ask the question? Well, how the hell? You're not. Since when is it the freaking purpose of the freaking sports desk to ask freaking questions? You're supposed to have the freaking information. You're supposed to have the freaking answers. Well, this is the Doug Nation edition where it's more of an open forum. Don't freaking sully the name Doug Nation. Yeah. That's three times, Doug Jordan. So, I have a feeling that this is going to change everything for Annie Ann's. It's going to basically flip, turn upside down. And Jamba Juice, too, now. Now that it's not just in mall locations, how will things change? Well, it kind of makes sense. Oh, sorry. I thought that was the end of it. No, please. I mean, the malls, uh, you know, American malls are kind of dying. They're on their way out. I mean, when's the last time anybody around here went to a mall? You know, it kind of makes sense to move towards a drive through or I'm even delivering you have delivery to your freaking house. Get Nanny Ann's pretzel delivered right to your door. That's a good point. I didn't think of it that way. I really hadn't thought about the American mall collapsing, Doug Jordan, onto itself. Inwardly and imploding like they do with those great buildings, those skyscrapers up above, when they must ask them to come down, not... 9-11, which is obviously what most people are bringing to their minds. 9-11 was a couple of airplanes flew into a building. Uh, nobody really knows why. Now, this is different. 
This is important. This is the collapse of the Great American Mall. And in its wake, it leaves orphans, Annie Ann's, Cinnabon, Dippin' Dots, Jamba Juice, Orange Julius. Where will these places go, these, these young orphans? You say the brick-and-mortar store. I say I don't know if that will work because the great thrill of getting one of these select items, an Orange Julius, is that status symbol when you're walking through the mall with your shopping bag from Bonton and you're holding in your left hand that great Jamba Juice, Orange Julius, Annie Ann, Cinnabon, Mrs. Fields Cookies, Get My Drift. I don't know what this world is coming to. What do you think, Sandy? 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 I think he's gone. Sandy has dropped the satellite New York uplink that we use to broadcast this signal inward and then outward to you. This was too much for him to bear. And he would have loved this last story so much. Last week, Carlos Santana collapsed during a concert in Michigan, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Carlos Santana experienced heat exhaustion and dehydration during a concert in Michigan and has since recuperated, the musician's manager, Michael Veronis, confirmed in a statement. According to reports, the 74-year-old guitar playist collapsed on stage at Pine Knob Music Theater outside of Detroit. Medical personnel took to the stage around 10 p.m. local time to attend to Santana, and officials said he continued to receive medical attention. A short time later, social media users shared footage of the concert that appeared to show Santana waving to the crowd while being wheeled off the stage in a stretcher. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. This is terrible news. And I don't know that we can share this terrible news if Uyghurs and Tweakers don't know who Santana is, which I'm sure most of them do not. Because he has been unpopular for quite some time. Now, Doug Jordan, Tadia Risher, in that order... Share your thoughts on who this great Santana was. The great Santana. He made great songs like Ojibomada and other gibberish songs where there's not, there's just music and then repeating certain lines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a guitar player. Um, um, the only place I really know him from is when he did that song with uh, Matchbox 20. I think it's called Smooth or Move or I'm not really sure what he did in the song. Maybe I think he just played guitar. Smooth Move. I think it was featuring Rob Thomas, Doug Jordan. You have match. So it was Santana's song featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. Yeah. Tady Rizzo. Maybe a little bit about him in a glow, glowing, glowering memorandum. Morient, whatever the word is. Sure. Well, I know that he's an American guitarist who rose to fame in the 1960s and early 1970s with his band Santana, which uh, 
as Doug may or may not know, pioneered a fusion of rock and roll and Latin American jazz. And uh, his sound featured melodic blues-based lines set against Latin American and African rhythms, played normally on percussion instruments, but not generally heard in rock, such as timbales or congas. Uh, He experienced a resurgence of popularity and critical acclaim in the late 90s. In 2015, Rolling Stone named him number 20 on their list of 100 greatest guitarists. And he's also won 10 Grammy Awards and was uh, inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1998. And overall, just kind of a bad person. So um, I'm glad he's dead. And um, I'm not going to miss him. Black Magic Woman's a great song, though. Yeah. This well, is he is he dead? I didn't, I didn't think he died, right? It said that he recuperated, so he's gone. Oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I really kind of drifted in and out of that one, but um, well, I'm glad he's alive. Sounds like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I love Black Magic Woman. Yeah. And God bless them. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there. And we'll see you freaking next week. So, Doug, when, when can we have sort of plans for the next Doug Nation event? I, I'm still kind of confused as to what this is. It melds of many forms. It's a lifestyle. It's a diet. It's social aspects of your life. It is, it kind of controls every part of your life in different ways to make you the best Doug Nason list you could possibly be. And it, and it's only made possible by the friggin' Uyghurs and Tweegers and maybe even Mayotards who, who give generous Doug Nations. And God bless them all. of our week studios W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester